With the podcast to HQ News, I'm Ant McGinley in the UK. And I'm Amy J from the US. With our first story, as originally reported from TheVerge.com, SiriusXM and its subsidiaries, Pandora and Stitcher, are being sued by the National Association for the Deaf and the Disability Rights Advocates for failing to provide captions and transcripts for majority of their podcasts, which means that a part of their audience, those who are deaf or hard of hearing, are unable to access those podcasts. And here in the U.S., that's not a good thing. We have a law, an act, the Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA, which says and requires companies providing services to the public to provide services in a manner accessible to people with disabilities. In this case, those who are deaf and hard of hearing. So while the target of this suit is a multi-million dollar company, what does this mean for independent podcasters like you and me? And so I think that we need to talk about that for a little bit. And so what do you, what do you think it does? Well, it seems to me just really um, foolish in a sense from, from these big companies, because at the end of the day, whether you're an independent podcaster or you're a huge platform, what's the one thing that unites podcasters? We all want more listeners. We all want to increase our audience. We want all want more people to be engaged and when you consider that there are so many tools out there pieces of software that automatically transcribe your audio for you it's an easy win situation to do this and you know i i think there's probably a, a little bit of pr going on in 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 this particular suit and going after uh, such a big company but absolutely they should be providing it especially when you know they've got the audience that they have they've got their reach that they have and yes it's maybe doing it in a non-traditional way that they're used to but you can use something like headliner youtube will automatically caption things for you as well it's such an easy win to do this and also your allowing your story your your product whatever it is that you're talking about your personality to be shared with an audience that otherwise you just couldn't reach by doing audio alone i think uh you know for a multi-million dollar company putting some money towards even investing in the capability of automatically internally providing transcripts or uh, captioning whatever the case is is easily doable i think the challenge is that some podcasters who are listening right now who are independent, who are um, doing it for fun, hobby podcasters, right? Those who aren't doing it necessarily for a business might find that it's a it's more of an expense that they can afford. They got into podcasting because it was fun. It was low cost for some. And, you know, this might just be too expensive for them to do. Here's the thing, guys. Um, that may be true. And that may be the case. I, our opinion we don't think that the that you are going to be targeted by these associations or sued, right? Don't think that's the case. However, I do think it's food for thought that we need to think about, is this something we can do? Because if we don't, part of our audience is being excluded. And these are people that you may want to reach and just aren't because we aren't doing something as um, accessible as providing transcripts or captions. And I know for myself, I have 250 plus episodes on Chasing Dreams. I am so sorry to say that they do not have transcripts or captioning at this moment. Um, and they won't have it as of tomorrow, but I am going to work on providing something so that it can be accessible in the future. It's just gonna take some time, right? 
And I think you make a great point, Ant. There are services that can help you lower the cost. And maybe even your host provides the capability to do this. Mm. Right? You might already even be using tools to do other things mm -hmm. that are already giving you the transcripts. Like you might be using Descript to edit. And so you're editing by editing your transcript to edit your audio. So you've already got uh, that tool there. The question is how you put it out and share it with your audience. And there's lots of different options. Mm -hmm. You might want to put it in your show notes, which isn't the most user-friendly uh, setup because depending on which player they're coming through, they're going to see it in different ways and different formatting, and it can be a little bit of a mess. Uh, but tools like Headliner are superb for this, especially if you're using short clips. Now, for you to go back and provide this for 250 episodes that's a herculean task that you you're facing there which again is another emphasis for another reason to get it into your workflow on a day-to-day -day basis when you're producing stuff so that you don't have this but look at the the benefits that you have in terms of having that transcription of your episodes it'll mean that you're you're going to have documents with the transcripts of your episodes on which means it's going to be very easy mm -hmm. to search back and find in which episode you talked about this and you mentioned this thing yeah and and so it's going to be a really useful tool for you and also then gives you other options once you've got that as in uh, in a text format it enables you to then you know repurpose that in many other ways perhaps taking quotes to use in a book or a blog or something else that you're going to do with it it's all your material it's all stuff that um you own and have access to and, and can use to further your your product yeah. and your more engagement with your audience and guys we're not trying to tell you what to do we want you to think about what you can do like Anne said the cost of doing this years ago high the cost of doing it today a lot lower and also the, the technology is getting so much better now so they can even understand voices like mine. Speaking of technology, Spotify have been in the news quite a lot when it comes to podcasting over the last couple of years. Uh, they've bought a lot of different companies and podcast. And considering they weren't even in the market for podcasts a few years ago, it's amazing to think that they are where they are now, vying with the likes of Apple for top spot in terms of uh, preferred listening platform for podcasts. And so this is why I'm particularly excited about this new development that they snuck out over the holiday period, which you may have seen or may not, but it's already up and running in your Spotify app. And this is the ability to leave a rating on a podcast. Now, anybody that d does a podcast or has ever been on a podcast or listened to a podcast has heard or uttered the phrase, please remember to leave us a rating and a review and follow or subscribe. Now, until recently... Uh, there was only certain platforms on which you could do that. However, now Spotify have added the facility, the functionality for you to give a podcast a rating out of five, as you would on many review sites, the likes of Amazon, if you're buying a product, those kinds of things, one to five. However, you can't just go in and rate a podcast straight away. You have to listen to it. You can't rate an individual episode. You can only rate a series as a whole, but it's a great piece of functionality. Go and check it out. It's in your app right now if you have a little look and you can rate it between one and five. And, you know, just to try it out purely, do the selfish thing and go and give yourself five stars. This is interesting because I think people don't realize, uh, we often think in the U.S. that Apple is the uh, Apple is the dominant across the world, but in, in reality, I think Apple is dominant here in the U.S. in North America, but for the rest of the world, a lot of those people use Android or other devices. They don't use mm. Apple. It's actually a luxury, I think, to get an Apple device, and so you may not have that kind of uh, 
honest review, right? I think it, with Apple, and uh, you can't see all the ra- ratings and reviews necessarily. Yeah, so um, even if you do have a rating, so say, for example, um, somebody in New York State goes and listens to your podcast now, Amy, and leaves a review, mm-hmm. you're going to see that on your Apple dashboard. But if I leave a review for it here, you're not necessarily going to see it on your dashboard straight away because I'm going to be on the GB, the UK site. And mm-hmm. it's the same for different countries, which is where you'll need a plug-in, something like Chartable, which will troll and pull together all the ratings of new views and, and, and the charts that you have. Um the, there are some the, others, right? Yeah, there's there's lots of others as well. Um, and again, this is where something like Chartable comes in useful because it will pull them all together for you. But you don't. This, this is the one thing people will often go, "Oh, nobody's rated or reviewed my podcast." The likelihood is they have. You just haven't found that particular right. review. It's almost like if somebody's written a review about you in a newspaper, you're not going to know that unless you've read that newspaper or picked up that particular article. And so what something like Chartable does is it will crawl and find them. So whether somebody's left it on Apple Podcasts in a different country, whether they've put it in Podchaser, which is a, is, is a great uh, facility for that as well. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's My podcast the, reviews, I yeah. think, does it too. Yeah. Uh, so, so the difficulty is actually finding them all together. What's great, though, is this ability to well no i think the word i'm looking for is this recognition that podcasters and people that listen to podcasts get really involved and really passionate so they want to go and review mm-hmm. uh, a podcast that they listen to now the the important thing to make clear here is just because you've got all five star reviews on your podcast that is not going to mean that spotify are going to come and spend the next hundred million of their budget on your show it does not mean that you're going to get a big sponsorship deal however it can't it, it can't do you any harm if all your reviews are very high um and it's just adding to your feedback in terms of what you're doing and the audience that you found how well you are going the question is i suppose is what's more valuable to you you know the number of listeners that you've got or the number of positive reviews i would say they're both very useful i would say guys I, a cautionary tale here podcasters be careful listeners are very smart they they, they, they have a, a noodle in a sense when you are trying to play them. Meaning, don't go getting your 100 closest friends to listen to 30 seconds on Spotify and then rate it, right? People know when they're being played and know when reviews and ratings are faked or just done for the recognition of it all, right? You have to determine what's important to you for your success. Is it the engagement of your listeners? Is it them leaving a one-time rating and review? And don't try to spread your listener all across. Hey, please leave a rating or review on every platform you listen to. Mm. Don't do that. Yeah. That's not cool either. Yeah, that's really tricky. And also as well, you just mentioned earlier about the, the Apple and the Android situation. Mm-hmm. For me, to, it is possible for somebody who owns a PC and an Android phone to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, but you have to jump through so many hoops. Yeah, that's you true. Know, that, 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 that listener has to be such a big fan and have so much time, which they could be spending doing something else. But I, I think I, I would uh, sort of alter my selfish opinion earlier uh, by saying, based on what Amy just said, get all your friends and family. Don't get them all to come and give you five stars. Get them all to give you four stars because that's much more believable and almost as good. Don't do that. Don't do that. For now. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, that's it for today. Thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of Podcaster HQ News. I've been Ant McGinley. And I'm Amy J. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye.